Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem. We're learning Brachas Daf Nun Hey Omud Beis. We're going to start from Nun Hey Omud Aleph. Omud Av Chiz, around 10 lines from the bottom. 10 lines up from the bottom. And we start now a, for the next few blocks, a sugya of dreams, understanding what do dreams mean. And I want to just begin with a Chazanish. I want to begin with a Chazanish. The Chazanish says, Let's say a person has a really horrific bad dream. So, there's an Indian of Hatavas Chalayim, which we'll see in Ahmed Beis. Ahmed Beis, we'll see Hatava means Toiv, good. Chalayim, make the dream good. So you say, I can make a dream good? How do you, the dream was not good, how can I make the dream good? We'll explain this in the Gemara Mitzvah Shem. But the understanding is that dreams are a way HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to a person. That's what dream is. Like you have, I'll get to the Chazanish in a second, but you have... When it comes to the the horrific Tach Vitat, 1648, 1649 massacre, to, 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 there's not enough words in the English language, any language, to describe the barbaric act of Chilminki Yimach Shemai, that's how to pronounce his name, the Russia, Chilminsky, uh, in, in Ukraine. And I'm even told that there was a statue of him, maybe it's still there even. It's, it's horrific. Mamish horrific. And the Taisus Yantif had a dream. Had a dream. And in Shemayim they told him, from Shemayim they told him, that the reason why, there are explanations of what this means, but the reason why this happened is because of talking during davening. Talking during davening. Who is, who is, who is the one who had this dream? The Baal Taisus Yantif. The Talmud of the Maral. Okay, because of talking during davening. So, you see this Indian of dreams, of, of having a real connection between HaKush Baruch and the person. Says the Chazanish, that's by Tzadikim. It's Maneinu, don't worry about it. We're not in the Madrega that we get these dreams and things like this. Okay. With, with, with that, that Hagdama, let's see now, Nun Hei Amid Aleph. We start with the Rav Chizda. Amr Rav Chizda, Kol Chaloim. Any dream is going to be a dream that says here, like a good dream. Just as long as tavos, just as long as you don't dream about a, a fast. If you dream about a fast, then that's not a good thing. Okay, now we have a few statements from Rav Chizda about dreams. A dream was that was not interpreted as like a letter that was not read. Okay, so in other words, it's not necessarily going to be bad or good. It wasn't explained. So it doesn't mean anything. A good dream, not every part of the dream is going to come to fruition, and the bad dream, not every part of the bad dream will come to fruition as well. A bad dream, is better than a good dream. Now, why would a bad dream be better than a good dream? That sounds a little backwards, right? And the, the understanding is, is because what happens if the person has a bad dream? What should happen, Rabbi Yisai? Scare him, and then what? The tshuva, the tshuva, right? So this interesting approach from the Gemara is basically what we say in the Kehel is the chai, the living person, should pay attention to what's going on and, and come to do tshuva. He's, he's alive. He's not six feet under. He sees what just happened. Someone died. Better to go to a house of a mourner than to go to the house of a chasna. For that purpose, the one who's alive will pay attention and bring it and do tshuva. 
But unfortunately, many times <coughs> when something ra happens, so the person starts complaining. Not that he realizes, oh, I'm here to do the truth because of that. <coughs> A bad dream, that bad dream, that alone was beneficial. What was it beneficial? Because now the person's sad. That sadness or that worry brings his kapara, and he doesn't need to ha- actually have anything else happen to him. Because the actual daiga, the, the concern, was his kapara. And in regards to a good dream, that good feeling that he had, and the good dream, sometimes a person, you know, he, he had a good dream, he wakes up, he's like, ah, oh, that was geschmack, that was a good dream, you know. He won the lottery, he's got the chauffeur, he's got the Rolls Royce, whatever it is, then he realizes it's just a dream. So, but he thinks back, oh, what a dream. So that, also, that good feeling is, is, uh, is like uh, his reward in that regard already. Omer Rav Yosef, Afilo Rav Yosef says, even for me, who is he, Rav Yosef was blind, as we know, that the mere fact that he was happy in the dream, that was, is a positive, and that good part is the fact that it's not going to actually come to fruition, why? Because the Maisa, he already had his goodness of it. Okay? So the, the, the simcha the person had from the good dream, that was his simcha already. A a bad dream is, could be worse than getting lashed. Why? Because he's concerned, he's worried about it. Hashem created, it says Kohelis in the Shlomo Kohelis, that we should fear it. What does that refer to? That refers to a bad dream. Once again, we should be afraid that it might come to fruition. Then we should do what? Tshuva. Do tshuva once again. Okay, you say, wait a minute, did I do tshuva three lines above? Do tshuva again. <laughs> tshuva means, by the way, tshuva doesn't just mean I, I repented, if you, if you will. Tshuva means I'm coming back to build my relationship with Hashem. I'm repairing my relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. We have to ask ourselves, do we have a relationship with Hashem? That's the truth is. I'm coming back to, to fix that relationship. Now, we have it like this. In regards to the dreams, the Pasuk says, Hanavi Asher Yitoi Chaloim Yisapre Chaloim Asher Divari Yitoi Yidabra Divari Emes Maleteven Es Habar Lumo Hashem So what does the Pasuk mean? The Pasuk tells us that a Navi Sheker, a false prophet, that his dream, his rather, his prophecy is like a dream. Well, it, it's like a dream, meaning like that, that it's not, nothing came to fruition yet. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened, right? We're not saying how, the, how, how prophecy comes through a dream, mm-hmm. but Navi Sheker is like a dream that it's not real yet. Nothing happened, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says like this. When Navi Emes, that Akash Baruch Hu speaks to in a dream, he's going to speak to the words of the, the Navi with a real, with Emes that's going to happen. So what does this mean? So, So the Pasuk is talking about uh, having dreams. What does it have to do with Bar and Teven? Bar is grain. Teven is cash, is straw. 
So why is the discussion of grain and straw in this Pasuk talking about whether the dream is going to come to fruition or not? Just like it's impossible to have grain without some straw mixed up in it. So too, you have a dream. That dream also has nonsense. So you might have a dream which is crystal clear, but in the dream you have, uh, you know, flying cars. Well, doesn't happen yet, right? So whatever example, flying elephants, okay? So like that, that's a strange thing. Everything else seems so normal. Okay, whatever example might be. Even though part of the dream came to fruition, nonetheless, part of, not all of it will come to fruition. Minolan, where do you see this? From Yosef, he says, By Yosef at Tzadik, he came, he said, he has a dream. What was his dream? That the sun and the moon and the, the, and the 11 stars are bowing down to him. So the Shemesh Rashu, this is Yaakov. The Yireich is who is his Rachel. The ten, the ten stars are, are uh, his brothers. Okay, or the 11 stars, if you will. 11 stars, rather. <coughs> 11 stars is the Binyamin also, right? <coughs> Excuse me. So we're turning now to Nunhei Amid Beis. So, Vaishaita, at that time, when Yo- when Yosef was repeating the story, where was his mother? Imi Loihavis. His mother wasn't there. Okay? So, I know what you're going to ask me, but Billa, right? Billa raised him. Yeah. So, the Mepharshim say, at that time, she wasn't around either. Okay? Some explain it was Billa, but others say that either at the time of when the dream was going to happen already, you know, Billa not, was not around anymore either. Okay? So the point is, what I want to bring out from here is that you have dreams, and in the dream, not everything, not, not necessarily everything will come to fruition. Now, Gemara says like this: Let's say you have a dream. How for how long should you wait for this dream to come to fruition? So Gemara doesn't tell us twenty-two years. Why twenty-two years? We can see by Yosef, it took a twenty-two-year time period for this dream to come to fruition. So you could wait also twenty-two years for your dream to come to fruition. The person can wait, should wait for the dream to come to fruition for up to 22 years. We learn from Yosef. It says, You see, Yosef was 17 years. Then later on it says, Yosef was 30 years old when he was in front of Parai. So Gemara does the math for us because the Gemara realizes you might not have all these calculators. Omen Shibisri Ad Lawson from from seventeen to thirty, how many years do you have? The Kamahavi. Tlasri, you have thirteen years. Shav the Sivo, you have seven years of the the satiation years. Vitaiti the Kafna and two years of famine. You add it all together. Array Esrin Vitarti is a total of twenty two years. So when the person has a dream, he should be mitzapa, you should wait for that dream to possibly come to fruition until 22 years later. Who does a dream come to? Who does a good dream come to and who does a bad dream come to? For a good person, he does not see a good dream. 
And for a bad person, does not see a bad dream. So you might think, did I read this correctly? Shouldn't it be the opposite? For a good person, he should have a good dream. For a bad person, he should have a bad dream. No, the reason why it's correct is like this. Because the reason why Rafun is telling us for a good person, who doesn't see a good dream, is the reason is that he should be doyeg. He sees a bad dream because he should be doyeg. And since he's doyeg, he's not going to become to be chayte. And furthermore, that that concern of this worriness is mechapa for his avoidance. So it's another way of Hashem giving a person a kapara. But for the Adam Ra, his good dream is to make him happy. And this happy, his happiness is considered to be his reward for the few mitzvahs he might have done here in this world. That's why an Adam Rath gets a good dream. Continues the Gemara. All of David's life did not see a good dream. In all the years of Achitayfel, he did not see a bad dream, as we just explained from Rafuna, because this way David would get his kapara, and Achitayfel would get his reward here. And we say this in Krishma Alamita. That no bad should happen to you. What is this referring to? This that you should not have bad dreams or bad thoughts. So, so you see over here that we're davening that it should not be bad, right? So, why are we saying a, a, a line above that the good person does have bad dreams? What else does it mean? And the plague should not come into your tent. That's referring to your wife. Meaning what? That a person shouldn't come back from the road and find his wife a savik nida shayla. Is she a nida? Is she not a nida? Because for a good person, you don't see over here from the pasuk from this explanation is that ain ma'am loy chaloim ra. He doesn't see a bad dream. Gemara says further, Allah, what it means, what of Huna's statement of a person who's a good person doesn't see a good dream is like this. He himself doesn't see it. But someone else will see a good dream and go and tell that person that the good thing happened to him. And Rabaisa, if I may digress for a second, it's not really digressing, but what did we just say? We just said that for a good person, you could have a situation that where is the dream, the good dream? He doesn't see it, someone else sees it. So I have in front of us two people, but one person had a dream about someone else. Here, right here in front of us in this room. One person dreamt, the other person is, is going to be at a bris of his grandson. Okay, and and then... This is exactly what happened right in front of us over here. <laughs> okay, died there had the dream that Ramgadaya was was going to be at a bris of his grandson, and and, and then uh, a little while later, and he's with the sandik. A little while later, that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what we're talking about. So you see, he was a sandik. So you see that Mamish, uh, you know this this Gemara is Mamish. What happened over here? 
What's the benefit if he doesn't see it? Whoever has it doesn't have a dream for seven days. Is Nikara. So you see from over here that a person doesn't have a dream for seven days. It's not a good thing. So how can you say that it's a, that it's a good thing? So the person, no, he had a dream, but he didn't know what happened in the dream. And he woke, when he woke up, by the time he woke up, he's like, he knew he dreamt something, but he didn't know what the dream was. Okay. So we had mentioned in the beginning of the shear that there's something called Hatavas Chaloim. You go to the back towards the end of the sitter, back of the sitter, and you'll notice that you find this page is Hatavas Chaloim, based on our Gemara here, non Hamad base. Haraya Chaloim Venashai Gumba. Person sees a dream, he's sleeping, wakes up, he remembers a dream, and he's 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 uh, saddened because of it. It's broken because of Yelich Vivterenu. You should go and get it explained or explain, have it explained in front of three people. So the fact that you want to he should really have his dream clarified what's going on with it. We just said before that if you have a dream that is not explained, it's like a letter that you never read, which means it's not going to be good, not going to be bad. So when this person had this uncomfortable dream, why should he go ahead and get it explained? So the Gemara Kliver no, that's not, we didn't say get explained, that's not what we meant. What it means is make it good in front of three people. So what does it mean to make your dream good in front of three people? So what you do is like this. Lazy plus of you bring three people and you tell them, I had a good dream. Okay, there's perhaps room to ask, but he had a bad dream. That's the whole reason why he's doing this. So why is he saying he had a good dream? Well, this is the procedure. Okay, a person who had this bad dream, he gets three people, and he tells them, I had a good dream. What did they say? What did they do? So they respond, It's good. And it will be good. Okay? And the fulfillment of it will be good as well. will make it good. Seven times, they will be decreeing upon you in the heavens that it will be a good dream. The Yahavi Tava and it will be good. Okay, this is part of the procedure. And if you look in the in the center, this is what, what, what takes place over there. The Lamru, furthermore, Hatavas Khalaim Hatava from the word Toiv, good. The good part of the dream. The Lamru, they will add Sholosh Afuchais, Vishalosh Piduyais, Vishalosh Shalomais. What does it mean Sholosh Afuchais? Just like we have the next yantiv we're approaching is Purim, the Nahafayhu. And this year, in fact, we have Purim Katan also, the power of Purim Katan, which is not for now. So, the Nahafayhu, that things turn around. So, you're going to have three things turning around, three psukim things turning around, three psukim of Peduyois, of redemption, Pedia, and three psukim of peace. What are the three psukim of things turning around? Shoshafuchais, Afachta Mispadila Machali. That we say in Tehillim every single day that you would, Hashem will turn my, my eulogy, my sadness, the mochali, 
to rejoicing. That's one. And we'll turn the morning, the Evolom, to rejoicing. Now we have Sholish Hapeduyas, the three Peduyas, the three aspects of redemption, the Psokim, the Chsiv, Padu Bisham Nashi, Mikrovli. Second, Peduya Hashem Yeshuvun. Number three, the pastor continues with to see the whole thing. So you have to see the end of this pasuk to see the pedia. In Sholosh Shloimais, three aspects of peace. As it says in Yeshaya, and those who say, uh, at least the full text, the version, they say this pasuk. Second positive, Ruach, Lovsha, as a Masai. Yet actually see further because it says, Rosh Shalishim Lacha David, Bimcha Benishai, Sholom, Sholom Lacha, the Sholom Lazrecha. Okay, that's the part we want from over here. The Maritim Kailachi, number three, Vata Sholom, Ubezra Sholom. Zakhmar Vaitim. We have now three Amoroi sitting together and they're going to say, let's share a Chidush with each other that we, didn't, we never knew before. They're sitting together. The great Ameimar, the great Marzutra, and the great Ravashi. Omri Kolchad Vichad Minon. They each said, Let's say something that the other one never heard. Now, you obviously don't know if the other person never heard it, but you want to say Chiddush and you assume the person never heard. Posachad Minayi, one of them doesn't say who he started, but Omri says the following. Person who had a dream, but he doesn't understand what the dream was. He should go in front of Kahanim. This is going to sound familiar to Rabbi Yisai. At the time when they are spreading out their hands, which is what we call Duchning, and they should say the following. Master of the world, I am to you, and my dream is to you. I had a dream, and I don't know what the dream was. I'll ask me whether I dreamt about myself. Whether my friend dreamt about me. Whether I dreamt about others. If the dream that I dreamt were good, you should strengthen them and bring them to fruition just like the dreams of Yosef. If in a dream there was someone who needed a healing. Heal them like the May Mara Ade Maisha Rabbeinu. Then Maisha Rabbeinu made the waters that were bitter, made them sweet. Mechamirim and Tsarato and Chamirim from her Tsaras, or Cheskyo, Michalyoi, and Cheskyo who was deathly ill, and Hashem, you healed him. Mechme Yerichai, and also by Yerichai, Aide Aliyah, Elisha as well. Hashem Shafachlisk, the same way you turn Kilos, Bilam, Harash, Lavracha. So too, you do the same way you turn Bilam's curse to a bracha. So too, you should change all of my dreams, Litaiva, for good as well. 
Misayim Badikani, the Oni Tzibur Amen. You should conclude your Rebbeidah which is a little difficult, as as we know from practice, for the non Kohanim over here. <laughs> okay, maybe go a little slower for us, please. Okay? You have to sing slower, that's right. So, uh, you try to finish the same time the Kohanim finished the Nigun, so that the Amen will go on both. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to do an exercise throughout the, you know, to keep your hands up, right? That's right. Think of the Kohanim in Eretz Israel. They'll do Dukhan every day. Or the Svadu Kohanim. Yeah, but they don't sing them. They don't sing. Okay, saying good, saying good. Okay, very good. That's right. You should be gebenched and be able to hold your hands up. Okay, there's a Birchus Yisrael. Okay. Now, if you didn't finish your Bakosha together with what the Gemara is saying is, you finish beforehand. So what should you do? You should add. You should add the following. So this way the Kahanim can catch up to you. And the truth is, in some Sedorim, I don't know why it's not in all Sedorim, but in some Sedorim they actually have this, and I say I have the minute like my father does. I, that's where I have the minute from to to uh, say this after after uh, every uh, every day by the by the chazam and he says the yirach Hashem Okay, that was the first amoyir. That was the first thing he said. The second comes along pasach idoch and he wants to say chiddush. Amar hai, amar Person comes into a city and he's concerned. Of Ayin Haro, Linkoid Zik Zikfa di Da di Mino, he should take his right thumb, Bido di Smaila, and put it in his left, by left hand, Zikfa di Da di Smaila, Bido di Mino. So, for those who can see what I'm doing, I think what he's saying is you like put your right thumb into your palm, and then your left thumb into your palm as well, and you hold like this. Okay, so both of your thumbs are covered up from, from your right hand and your left hand. Okay? And uh, you say the following. Okay? You're not finished yet. So a person coming into a town is concerned of Ayin Hara, you should say the following. Do the thumb trick and say the following. Plaini by Plaini. I am a descendant. I am so-and-so Mizar the Yosef Kasino. And my descendant of, I'm a descendant of Yosef at Tzadik. I'm sorry, you're right, right. That by Yosef at Tzadik, Ayin Hora does not, does not show that by him. So you see over here that Yosef at Tzadik was, was exempt from this union of, of uh, Ayin Hora. He's above the Ayin Hora. And uh, Rashi brings down that because he stood in front of his mother to block her from the sight of Esav HaRasha, so that's where he was given this this uh, ability to be above the uh, the oily ayin, above the ayin hara. Now, just for a second, what is ayin hara? So I believe the way the Chaznish explains what ayin hara is, is like this. And the person, let's say, for example, he does something to attract attention. 
doesn't mean to attract attention. In Shemayim, the Malachim, the Mekatrigim, they bring this to Akash Baruch Hu's attention, if you will, and they say, Eivishter, Yankul over here is driving down in the yellow, neon yellow Lamborghini. You know those cars that make the most noise like the, in the world, like you think he needs a new muffler? Right? I once had a car like that because my muffler needed to be changed. And I had the same thing as those expensive cars, you know, but I didn't pay extra. They pay extra for it. Okay? So, if that person is driving down making all this noise, so what happens is, they, in Shemaim they say, does he deserve all this, this wealth? Then they go up to Shemaim and say, oh, you know, Taka, you know, he actually doesn't. He, this chus, it was from his great, 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 great grandfather. You know what? He doesn't deserve it at all. Poof. All of a sudden, Rachmala's son's got a stock market crash, and then he trades it in for, for the, the car that I had with that, that made the muffler sound. <laughs> okay, so it's still same, same, still same sound, but not for a good reason. So that's the basic understanding of what Ayanhar is. There are other ways to understand what Ayanhar is, but that's one understanding. So those who want to come into a city and avoid Ayanhar, you should do the following that we just read. You see from the following Pasuk that Yosef <coughs> Tzadik was, was above Ayanhar. But it says, by Hamalach Agoyel Simkara, Yvarach Sanon, Vikarmishim Shmi, Vishema Visai Avram Zir, Vizchok, Vidgul Roy, Vikar of Arts. That's what we want to see of Vidgul Roy, Vikar of Arts. Ma Dogim Shabayam, Mayim, Echasim Olein, just like by the Dogim, the fish in the sea, the water covers them over. So too, Vain Ayn Ra Shirla does by him, and Ayn Ra does not protect, does not affect them. Av Zarishal Yosef, Ayn Ayn Ra Shalazman. So too, the descendants of Yosef, the Ayn Ra does not affect them. So I'm going to answer the Kasha that you didn't ask me. Okay, what's the Kasha you should have asked me? Mishnah's tell me you have anyway. <coughs> you just didn't say it. What happens if I'm not a descendant of Yosef? What if I'm a Zimakayim? Right, we have two, we have two Kahanim here, right? So if I'm not a descendant of Yosef, how do I say, I come from Yosef. You said, a person who goes into a city and he's concerned for Ayin Bisha, for uh, the evil eye of, of uh, attacking him. So he should say the following uh, approach. What happens if he's not, uh, he's left the other Shvatim also. So the different answers. One basic answer is that this is the text. It works for everyone. Whether, whether or not you're a descendant of Yosef, that's irrelevant. This is the text that one person should, person should say. Okay? <coughs> so he's connecting to it. Other answers as well. Yosef is, is a shame that refers to, just like when you have a, by Ephraim, a Ben Yaakil Ephraim. Ephraim is how all of Clias are referring to Ephraim. Who's the father of Ephraim? That's Yosef. Other answers as well. Fine. Zag Vidachil, the Gemara continues to explain if he's concerned for an ayin hara of his ayin hara that it should not harm other people, now Rabbi say, I have no idea what this means, but this is what Gemara says. Gemara is Gemara, and the Gemara is Halik, and we have to accept it. But it says he should look at his left side of his nostril, of his nose. Okay, now if you look down, you can't really see your nose. The trick is, close one of your eyes. Okay, now you can see your nose. Okay, I wish I had a camera. I do have a camera. <laughs> see people looking at their nose now. <laughs> what are they doing? But that's exactly what he says to do. Okay? 
Vaiter. Pasach Idoch, the third Amaira, was sharing something with the other two, and he said as follows, Cholish. person who gets sick. The first day the person gets sick, he shouldn't tell anybody about it. Why? So he shouldn't publicize the, the, the fact that he's sick, and it can make it worse. Okay? Fine. However, legally, but from day two and on, he should tell people about it. Just like we have by case by Rava, he have a cholish when he got sick. The first day he didn't tell anybody about it. The other days on, Amar Le the Shami told his Shamish, Puk Achriz go out and announce, send out the email with a text message. Rava cholish, Rava is sick. Man de Rachem li libayale Rachmi. So Rava's friends will dam for. However, Oman de Sunuli and the Rava said, those who hate me. They're gonna they're gonna rejoice. So how does that help? Why, why is that a good thing? So the pasuk says, Mark explains why is that a good thing that his enemies will rejoice when he's not feeling well. In other words, like this: those who die for him, it'll help him get better because they're dying for him. Those who are angry at him, they don't like him. Their rejoicing will be a kapara for him. Their simcha, because their enemy, meaning him, is not well, will cause the choren af to go off from him and then go even onto them. Veheshi may all of apoy and it can go off from him and even onto them. Zagdamar Vaitir, Shmuel Kihava, Chazah Chalma Bishul, and Shmuel had a bad dream. The Chalamaisav, Amar, he said, the Chalamaisav, Hashavi the Beiru. He said that, uh, what are dreams after all? What dreams don't mean anything. So when he had a bad dream, he said, he, he said what are dreams after all? Ki yav ha-chazi chamatavu, he had a good dream. Amar, he said, ki v'chi chalamaisav ha-shavi da-beiru. He would ask, like, the same, same words, he would say, in that question, are bad dreams, are dreams, are dreams nothing? Of course, dreams are very valuable. <laughs> dreams are very good, right? It's all that, how you put them in emphasis, right? In the, in the right syllable. Right? How you how you uh, focus on it? I Hashem says, I will speak to you in a dream. So you see, dreams are good. Rav Rami Rav has a has a kasha contradiction. Ksev b'chaloim adaber boy. Ksev it says also b'chalamoisav hashov yidabeir. One pasuk says that Hashem talks to us in dreams. That's a good thing. Another pasuk says <coughs> dreams are 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 hashov are nothing. So what, how do you understand? It's like kasha. When the dream comes through an angel, a malach, then the dream is a good. And when the dream comes through a shade, through a demon, then it's, we say, the dreams don't mean anything. How do you get into the cipher? When you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> They said in the name of Zaki Nechad, an elderly person. Who is this? Umanu, who is this person? Listen to this now. There were 24 dream interpreters in Yerushalayim. One time I had a dream. I went to all of them. And I asked them all. I told them my dream. I said, what does my dream mean? 
So he says, each one answered in a different way. They they interpret the dream differently. The way one of the dream interpreters explained it was not the same way the other one did. The Kulam, this kind will be, and they all came to fruition. Twenty four different explanations came to fruition. Now this is a very important statement which is going to carry us to the next Amor, which we'll see in Mitzrayim tomorrow, but we're going to finish the Gemara here now, but just to, to focus on this for a second, that the dreams go after the way they are interpreted. That is a very important statement, that a dream goes after it's interpreted. That's why if a person has a bad dream, they say he shouldn't say it over, because if he says it over, then it could come to fruition, because he had a dream and he explained it in a bad way. Okay, we're not getting to that right now. <laughs> you tell me that the dreams go after what a person says is 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 based on a pasuk? In yes, which pasuk? I didn't know dreams go after the way a person interprets it. says by the Saramashkim, the wine butler. In regards to the dream that Yosef had Sadik dreamt, uh, rather explained. He said, the wine butler, when he was freed from jail, he said that when Yosef explained and interpreted the dream, that's exactly what happened. And that's why in Parada's dream, he was saying, you know, I have this, this Jew who can possibly help us out. Of course, he spoke negatively about Yosef in every way possible. That's if he's explaining the dream according to what the dream was about. In other words, the, the, the explanation of the dream, the interpretation of the dream was close to the topic of the dream. You're not going to say the explanation of a dream that had nothing to do with the dream at all, and then you're going to say, oh, it's going to come to fruition. No, it has to be similar to what the dream was about. The Pazik says, the Sarah the baker, saw that Yosef dreamt, he interpreted properly. So, how did he know Yosef interpreted properly? So, he says, the way you know it because each person, the Sarah, even the Sarah Manashim, each had their own dream. Not only did they each have their own dream, as Rashi brings down Chumash and Gemara, but they also dreamt the interpretation of the other. But they didn't know what they were dreaming because they didn't know the other's dream. Comes Yosef and he interprets the dream of each other, of each of them, and then they realize, ah, oh, he's got the right answer because they knew that was the interpretation. So that's how they knew what's going on here. Let's say a person wakes up in the morning and like the first thing comes out of his mouth. I don't mean my Daniel I don't mean that. But he has a pus on the tip of the lips of his lips. This is a simon that's a nuvul kitana, a small nuvul, a small level of, level of prophecy. And you find this in the Drashim and Chazal. Like by Haman, and he says to the little boys, he says a psychic pasuk, right? You know the Medrash over there. 
And throughout throughout uh, different midrashim and gemaras, you find that little children are saying sukkim, or or, or or people are saying a pasuk. What's the what's the first pasuk comes to your mind, right? That's based on this gemara. It's a nivul katana. There are three dreams that come to fruition. Chalom is the morning dream. Chalom shechalam loy chaveroi, a dream that your friend dreams about you. Chalom shenifter besoy chalom, and the dream that was interpreted in the dream. Some say af chalom shenishna, even the dream that was repeated the second time. Shenemar says al haishonay sachalom. When it comes to paiparoi, uh, when Yosef told him that because you had a dream. So uh, twice, it's coming to show you that it's going to happen. It's going to happen uh, soon as well. When a person has a dream, the dream is because he was thinking about that stuff throughout the day. That the thoughts that you were thinking about being a king by day is why we were thinking about that at night. Okay, that's the basic understanding over here. By you learn from here also. That the thoughts that a person thinks during the day is what he's going to be thinking about at night. And we have over here Rabbi Yenison, uh, rather Amar Ava Teida Machvu Inish. You see, a person never had a dream about a golden palm tree. And the person never had a dream about an elephant going through an eye of a needle. Why? Because since you don't think about an elephant going through the eye of a needle, or you don't think about a golden palm tree, these, these, these things you don't think about, that's why you don't dream about it. And you see, the point is that a person, what he thinks about during the day is what he dreams about at night.